Hey Warriors and Battle Buddies, this is Gemma Bromley. You are listening to a Battle Within podcast with True and Terry. Here we go with episode number 137. As always, Terry, the inspiration for the program, will join us shortly. Advocacy can be a challenging thing, especially when your world is turned upside down, you're in pain, and maybe even struggling to find yourself again. This can be a real struggle and one that cannot be pushed aside as one tries to heal. In today's conversation, Terry and I explore this topic, offering some insight from her experiences, some of the resources that are available, as well as some strategies that might help you as you learn to look to enhance your own ability on this front. Advocacy is all about self-sponsorship and not raising your hand and waiting, but being active and an ongoing necessity. It is also not reserved for only medical and legal professionals, but in all aspects of life. Let us know what you think after listening in. Folks, don't forget, please support the show by giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. And if you're getting any kind of value on the program, visit us at buymeacoffee.com backslash a battle within. We can use the help to bring the platform to the next level. And for those who have already donated and continue to support us in that regard, we do appreciate you. Thank you. Okay, warriors and battle buddies, here we go. Let's get to this chat about advocacy with Terry. A Battle Within is about Terry and Drew's life experiences and those of their guests living with and healing from traumatic brain injuries with an emphasis on post-concussion syndrome. The conversations are real, raw, and uncensored from both the warrior and caregiver perspectives. From time to time, medical professionals are offered as well. This platform is intended to be a useful way to create awareness around the invisible injury and to help those in the battle. Whether you are the warrior or the battle buddy, the stories and resources offered here take aim at helping you in your own journey. Join us each week for meaningful conversations that truly do matter for those affected. Let's battle together. Hello once again, Terry Neiman. How are you? Good, Drew. How are you? You know what? Today I want to talk about... What? I want to talk about tips for being your own advocate. Oh, okay. What do you think about that? Yeah, I've done that. Do you find it to be extremely important? I find it to be absolutely necessary. That's what I thought. For as long as we've been doing this little project here... Mm Mm-hmm. We've heard from lots and lots of people who've been really good at this, right? Right. But there's many others out there who don't even know where to begin, and I would like to see if we can help those folks a bit, all right? Yeah. So hopefully we can offer a few pieces of good information to those folks. And if any of you folks out there listening, you have uh, words of wisdom and advice, please make sure you comment wherever this post is made available. We'd love to hear your thoughts too. So, Terry, I think we should start by laying some of the groundwork, and I think some of that is really related to defining the terms first. Advocacy for yourself is, simply put, self-sponsorship. Do you agree with that? Oh, uh, yeah. I could see that. It's not exactly your definition? Is that what you're saying? I don't think I would have defined it that way. Okay. How would you have defined it? I think I would have went with speaking up and being assertive and like i don't know if that's actually a definition i'm really just more describing it yeah it's more like tasks or the way of doing things right yeah 
So would you say that it's not exactly raising your hand and waiting your turn? It's being proactive and telling people what you want? Yeah, so some people might see that as that's aggressive, but I see being assertive. Okay, I do too. Mm -hmm. There is advocacy, obviously, in many different realms of this world, right? Mm -hmm. It could be advocating for yourself. It could be parental advocacy. If you're doing this for your child, or spousal, mm -hmm. or peer, legal, a few others, right. right? You get the gist, right? But I'd like to mm -hmm. focus a little heavier on this self-advocacy today and touch a little bit on the spousal parental version as it pertains to the TBI communities and other communities that may be similar. Are you okay with this? Yeah. So before we get into the meat and the potatoes of the discussion, I want to point out that advocacy is not only reserved for the medical professionals and the insurance adjusters, right? Right. It's for every part of the realm of you trying to uh, make your case and feel better, right? Would you agree mm -hmm. with that? Yeah. It's necessary in all areas of life. I would like to, for you to speak on some of your personal experiences on the subject. So you're ready to go? I got a couple of questions. Sure. First question about your experiences, Terry, is do you believe that while not a guarantee, advocating for yourself is the most direct and fastest way to secure change? Hmm. Trying to answer that, uh, how I really feel and as honest as possible. We'd have it no other way. Yes, and I also see other ways are really good at securing change, and that is sometimes very quiet and not necessarily advocating, but sometimes it's like you're just doing and not even no one knows, you just know. Interesting. And so like doing the work is a form of advocating, just simply doing the work. Yes, it would be, yeah. That's mm -hmm. an interesting perspective. Now I think about that, that makes sense. That certainly makes sense to me. Do you also believe that having the courage to advocate for yourself could build self-esteem and garner respect from others? Yes, if done respectfully, All yes, right. I do. Because most professionals realize that you know yourself better than anyone else. Right. So if you can speak up, the majority are willing to listen, and you may even teach them something. Yeah, they want to hear it probably, mm -hmm, the yeah. majority of them, right? Yeah. And you, you're saying that you might even teach them. Do you feel that you've done I that? I feel like I've done that along the way. Yeah. By being able to speak up and advocate and explain also my needs or what's going on. And so I'm assuming that if you taught them, that made them smarter, which means that they could turn around and help you more. Or find the answers like Dr. Rochester was good at, well, I know someone. Yeah. And putting in the work to find an answer. Based on what you were telling him, how yeah. you were feeling or mm -hmm. the symptoms you were feeling. Right. That's a very good point. Now, in your own case... How did you approach your own self-advocacy and what are some strategies that you used, whether it was with medical pros or family and friends? I am by uh, fly by the seat of your pants kind of girl. <laughs> uh, so I don't think I have approaches like you right. do. Okay. I don't think like I go, well, I'm going to map this out and this is what I'm doing and then this is what I'm doing next. Next, it just seems to just happen that I'm comfortable speaking up in the moment. Yes, but do you also think it's also related to the fact that you are very self-aware? Yeah, I think most people are self-aware. Uh, yeah, but I think 
that sometimes people pull back, like people don't want to hear. And they're the experts and just listen to them. But there's no one more of an expert than you with yourself. Have you ever felt like that you've actually used a wrong approach in trying oh, to advocate for yourself? Oh, my gosh. All the time. Okay. Yeah, so what literally do you mean by that? all the time. Like, so I'll be, um, I come up with plans and then I'll be like, this is great. It's the next thing I heard about. And I try it. I do a lot of health chasing. And I'm like, that didn't do diddly for me. And it's not like it necessarily hurt me, but it didn't help. It didn't move me along. So you're talking about it more from your own like decisions about the way you wanted to approach things. How about in your own advocacy and communicating with others that might have been involved in your care or healing? Oh, no, I don't think that ever went wrong. Okay. I think that always worked out in, in my favor. Did you acknowledge this last time around when you needed others to advocate for you? Uh, That was hard. So I'm very independent. So that was really hard. But I did back down and accept that because I was having a hard time finding words and expressing myself, especially in the beginning. Mm, a lot better with that now. But that was something I had to kind of give the reins to you for for a while. Now, how are you feeling that? You feel better about it now? Yeah, and I also did it with Carissa. Remember Carissa, yeah. we used to come with me in the beginning yep. to the appointments. So to be honest, Drew, I really struggled with that. Really, so really. So how'd you overcome it? I knew I couldn't do it, and I knew it needed to be done, so I had to let it go, just knowing that it was in my best interest. And that was the only way that I was going to remember or it would be spoken correctly. So I had to let it go. So you were basically honest with yourself and willing to come to terms with that. Yeah, even though I you knew- didn't like it. You know, I'll advocate for myself. Yeah, You know, I'll speak up and I, and have other people do it for me. This doesn't seem, it's not very Terry <laughs> at <right>. all. <laughs> it is not very Terry. No. She speaks the truth there. Yeah. Yeah, she does. So I got one more tough question for you here. Okay, be honest. Have you found that you've ever needed to advocate- with me as well. Yeah, clearly I remember advocating for myself with you, how to pipe you down because your heart was in the right place and you were just used to doing. And I have that independence streak. It's pretty big. And I wanted to try something. I don't even remember what it was. What was it? I don't recall it either. And I'll never forget the day though. And it was the best thing that ever happened. Frankly. I just said, all. I think all I said was, no, let me do it. Yep. As you were in excruciating pain, that's all I remember. I remember where you're sitting. I don't even remember what it was about. Yeah. And then I added, there's only one way for me to know if I can do this, and that's for me to try. And I want to try on my own. And you have to let that happen. And you said, I didn't even realize. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I guess basically what you're saying here is that if you're somebody that's in my shoes, caring mm -hmm. for another, and somebody says, no, let me try it, it's really a good thing to let them try it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're all striving to get to the point where we're more independent. Now, obviously, safety would be concerned, but outside of that, right? Yeah. Somebody falling, hitting their head again. Yeah, obviously. I'm, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm laughing, not at, not at anyone else, but at myself, because I uh, have done that, where my safety was a factor, and you were like, no, Terry, yeah. use your cane here, or no, Terry, hold the railing. And I'm like, oh, no, I just want to try it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. 
safety still can be an issue from time to time around here in the Neiman household. <laughs> yeah. Full disclosure. Yeah. So Terry, as always, mm-hmm. moving on here, got a little bit of background with you. I've done some homework on the subject at hand. Mm-hmm. And I have some cool resources available in the episode notes, including a 221-page advocacy toolkit for you folks. So go have a looky-see there. That's cool. Yes. Now, in addition, we've created some resources ourselves, right, through some of the guests that we've had on the program. A few recommendations that I would make, and Terry, you jump in here too, or if you've got any other better ideas or things that you think too, is I thought Patty Ann Burton from Impacted Inc. in episode 117 was great mm-hmm. from a parental standpoint. So was Sadie Raymond, the author of 121 Days from episode number 102. Roxanne Delgado and Victor Medina from the TBI Warrior Foundation from mm-hmm. episode 47. They had kind yeah. of both, right? Yeah. And they actually do a lot of advocacy work to help other people out. And yeah, they have Kevin McDonald. Kevin McDonald, that is correct. I don't remember what episode. And Ian Panther from episode number 85 was good too for self advocacy. The yeah. YouTube channel. Which one? Uh, isn't that Ian with the YouTube, doing the YouTube channel? No, that's James Inkston. James, James, yeah. James, that yeah. got a name wrong. Yeah. yeah. He was the Tough Mudder guy. Oh, yes, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. These are all great stories. They use advocacy Melissa a lot. Melissa Biscardi. Yep. We have lab. Yep. So there's lots of good resources. So mm-hmm. kind of go back into the library. I'll have some of the episodes in the, in the show notes so you guys can cut to the chase there. Mm-hmm. So Terry, let's touch base now on a few specific strategies that people can use. All right? Yeah. You throw your two cents in. So number one would be to get the facts and know the starting point. Do some real honest self-reflection about expectations and do some homework if necessary. You agree with that? Mm-hmm. Know your rights. They are very specific rights that you have legally depending on where you are located. Get to know them. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I guess I kind of just know that in the back of my head, but it's not like I did anything about learning more. Okay, that's fair enough. was not a big priority for us, but for other folks it may be. Plan your strategy which you said you don't really have one. You go by the seat of your pants. But anyways. <laughs> it's kind of what I always do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Do you also believe, Terry, that advocacy is an ongoing thing? Not everything needs to be accomplished all at once, nor do you need right. to die on every hill? Oh, of course. Can you give an example of that while you're thinking of it? There will be times where it's really quiet and you're not advocating for yourself and things are just going along and then something's up and it's like you wouldn't have even expected that you had to advocate for yourself, but you did. Maybe you're confident in your ability to hold open your own door or something coming into a store and you're doing it and someone comes along, I got it, it's great. And you're like, no, it's fine, I got it. You know, they're just being nice. Uh, You can just allow them to to do that, you know? That's an instant where I wouldn't be like, I need to be really strong about my advocacy for myself here, even though I know I can probably handle it. People, they just want to know that they could do something, even if it's something small and little to help. I think sometimes just show grace. Yeah. I know this is one that you feel pretty strongly about, the ability to uh, get good at expressing and asserting yourself as clearly as possible. Again, it's not about raising your hand and waiting your turn. I had that today, learning country line dancing and was very nervous, not a little bit nervous, but I was very nervous. I was looking forward to it too. Like I was excited to go, going with a couple of close friends and I knew it was going to be fun, but I also had in the back of my head any uh, twirls or turning or I have balance. You cannot do that. 
Yeah. Well, I can, but I have to be very careful. Yeah. And and that could be create a whole problem. Plus, then you add the processing, and I'm going to need repeats. And so I then set out to leave early, which I forgot about the school letting out. So I wound up not being early because I got caught in school traffic and parents picking kids up. So quickly trying to get there and I have all these nerves and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be early. But I had a little bit of time to get there and advocate for myself. I came right up to her, the instructor, and I explained the situation very briefly, not too much detail. Yep. I didn't want to scare her. I said, I'm very, I'm capable. I wouldn't be here if I didn't think I could do it. But these are where um, my concerns are. Do you think I will be okay? And, and she said, yes. And I think that you can come in like 2.45 a little bit earlier. And if you want to spend more time with something would help. And she was so good about spotting me and like coming over and helping here and there. Like she, it made a lot of difference. That's and brilliant. she didn't. But she didn't do it in a way that was obvious to other people, but I saw it. I saw the difference in her with it. That's fantastic, Terry. I'm glad to hear that. It made so, me more comfortable. She's going to be watching out for you. A little bit. You spoke up for mm-hmm. yourself so you feel more comfortable in it because you spoke up. Right? Yeah. And you got straight to the point, which is important. So you kept it clear because you got to the point. Another good way, a piece of advice I should say, and you correct me if I'm wrong, Terry, is to try to gather some support. like. You know, who's in your corner? Your family, oh, your friends. Oh, I did that too. Yep. Um, one of my friends, Becca, is well, actually, all of them that went tonight, Pat and Patty too. But Becca point blank talked to her the day prior, I think it was. And I said, Hey, can you make sure you stay by me? Because I'm like my balance concerns and stuff. And she, she did. So, and I wanted to move up closer because I wanted to be able to see her. Yeah. Um, Becca followed me. Right. So, yeah. Be consistent. Don't just talk about it, but be about it. Actions speak volumes. As long as you can back up your words with actions, you'll be fine. In other words, do the work. So you can't just advocate for yourself, but not do the work, right? Yeah. If you're asking for something to be a particular way, right? Mm -hmm. You have to try it. You have to. Yeah. Well, they bring you some solutions, let's let's say, or some advice. Like, for instance, you know, why don't you come in 245 and help, help you a little bit? That's that's a solution, right? right. That's right. a lo- that's guidance. It's help. Then if I just, whatever. Yeah, you blew it off, then it's no good. Yeah. And remember, and probably the most important thing, and, and I've heard Terry say this a million times to a million different people, is that remember that you are the expert of you. A hundred percent. Yes. You're known to say that quite a bit. No one needs to be a jerk out there. And speaking up for yourself does not mean that you are being like that. People will take it the wrong way. They usually won't. They care. Yeah, as long as your approach is good too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I did say that earlier. Yeah. Like, right. Don't be a jerk. Yep. Yeah. I've got a couple of pointers here, Terry, too, for the parental slash spousal advocates. Yeah. I'm interested to hear what you think. I think it's got its own set of uh, difficulties in terms of it's not easy uh, being an advocate for somebody else that's not yourself. Being a parent in a situation like this is probably one of the hardest things in life, in my opinion. But it's also the responsibility of the parent to be the advocate. And we witnessed yeah. it with my own parents, right, with Holly. Yep. Unfortunately, in the end, it didn't turn out well for them. But back then, there also wasn't the resources available. 
to my parents like there are today, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. And I wanted to speak here as yeah. a former special educator. So there were always advocates for the students. And I always said, and I would say this to the parents, I'm, you are your s- student's best advocate. You are their first advocate mm-hmm. and you are their best advocate. There's really no one that knows them better besides themselves, right? right. Is than their parents. And, and if they have, and if they are the voiceless, let's just say that's, mm-hmm. a, that could be the case, like Holly, yeah. then you are their voice. It's not a simple place to be, but it is your responsibility as the parent, right? Yep. That's basically what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And most professionals value that. I would agree with that, yeah. In my opinion, if you're advocating for somebody else, communication and a willingness to be open are the keys to success. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you have to be both of those things to have any kind of success if you're advocating for somebody else, which yeah. I've had to do a couple of times in my life. With Holly for a little bit, and obviously with you when you were oh, well, in the roughest of patch. Yeah. I had to do it for Holly, too. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts here, Terry, before we wrap it up for tonight? Be assertive. That's not frowned upon. You'll move some obstacles. Right. Well, I also believe advocating for yourself, it's never too late to start. I don't think anything's ever too late to start, yeah. though. So if you haven't been doing that, it's okay to get Jumping in now, right? That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime is the right time. You'll always get better at it with practice, right, Terry? (laughs) What are you? What are you implying, Drew? Uh, (laughs) No, seriously. I'm saying saying it was also partly because of all the pain that you were feeling. You're a lot better at advocating now, where before you used to get cranky, and just because you were in pain and you weren't as good at it, seasoned at it, or as in tune with what you needed earlier on than you are now. So, mm-hmm. and because you've also had all those years of experience of advocating for yourself, you're obviously going to get better at it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm not picking on that you. That you were picking. No, no, no. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. <laughs> thinking I'm picking on her. I usually do, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Hopefully you got a few nuggets out of this uh, episode and conversation today. Terry, say goodbye to the good folks out goodbye, there. Goodbye, guys. Have right. a good night or a day. Notes and resources for this episode available at battlewithin.com backslash 137. Keep battling, folks. Take care. Bye-bye. Connect with us at battlewithin.com and on Facebook and Instagram at battlewithin. If you would like to be featured on the podcast or know someone that you think should be, please reach out to us in the same places I mentioned a second ago. You can also leave a voice message on our recorder on the homepage of the website if that's your preference. Got any ideas for episode topics? Reach out with those ideas as well. If you like what you're hearing and want to support the program, the best way to do that is to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, even if you don't use it to listen as your platform. It helps us to get into more ears. Links to do so are in the episode notes. Be sure to check out our Battle Within swag shop on the website at battlewithin.com backslash swag. Until next time, for those healing, show yourselves some grace. For those who know someone healing, show them the same and give them a great deal of love. Keep battling, folks. Bye-bye.